Dadsnet Original Podcast. Jack! Jack! All right. Are you talking to me? Yes. Sorry, mate. I'm just finishing up some uh, DIY Danny asked me to do. And you couldn't have done this later after the podcast. <laughs> Hold on. I know how he's feeling, though. You know, when your other half asks you to do something, it's always on their timeline, not yours. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I don't even think I've got a timeline, according to Danny. Uh, I've been using these uh, tools from work, though, and they make these small jobs a hell of a lot quicker. I've just been using their switch driver, and it's uh, it's this drill that's got both the drill bit and also the screwdriver. So instead of having to swap the bits out the whole time, you can just switch it switch it around, and it switches in like less than a second. Oh, that's actually really smart. Uh, but does it solve the problem when you're screwing into wood and, you know, you're getting the screw started and it's, oh, it's all a bit wobbly and oh, it's really annoying? Does it do that? <laughs> No, but we do have some fantastic tips over on the Dadsnet Facebook page or YouTube channel on how you can make it easier. Plus, the Works slide driver has a great gadget to help too. Uh, as a brand, Works are all about two main things, you say. Number one, they innovate to make jobs easier. And number two, they've got this incredible battery and power share system. So you just need a couple of batteries for the whole range. Sounds like I could have done with some Works power tools when I was doing the recent renovations. I mean, uh, oh, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, guys. <laughs> oh. but, uh, Did you do oh, yeah. you, Brad? Wow, so you should have told us. We could we have helped out knew. or something. Also, Brad, did you even pick up a drill the entire time? You had <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. It doesn't, the works tools don't do the job for you without you behind them, mate. They just look so good. And with a man to operate them. <laughs> thing is, if we'd have known about these a few weeks earlier, he wouldn't have had any excuse for getting out of it, would he? He'd have had to have done it himself, knowing <laughs> exactly. that these works tools were around. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss this time around. <laughs> so if any of our other halves are listening to this episode, hi, by the way, uh, then we all need to get some works power tools. And if they're not, I mean, you'll still want to take a look because uh, just check out the link in the description or head to works.com. They're well worth getting hold of. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Welcome back. Happy New Year. I'm not sure if this is a work event or not. Um, no cheese and wine, so I can't tell. It's difficult to tell sometimes, isn't it? You know, when you go into an event and it seems like a party, but it's actually for work. Who knows? <laughs> Jack's got a beer, but, though, so, I mean, I'm not sure, well, though, Jim. I do, I do, but technically it's a work event, so it's fine. It's fine. In, in two years' time, I am going to be <laughs> apologising for not having thrown you out with that beer, but there we go. I think he's all right, though, because he brought it himself. You brought, did you oh, bring okay. it yourself? Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Anyway, coming up, we're going to look inside the news, finding out how it affects parents. We have got the big questions of the week from Dadsnet members, and we'll be chatting about what we've been up to since we were last on this here podcast. But let me introduce the uh, the panel today. Because it's our first show of 2022, uh, I'm going to uh, give you the New Year's resolutions that I think they've probably done. <laughs> um, so, Brad... A lot of us like to declutter at this time of year, and I think Brad's hoping to clear his home of COVID in 2022. <laughs> You've had another festive attack, haven't you? Can you bloody believe it, dude? At least I didn't get it this time, but I was like, oh, come on, literally, just after Christmas, Cole gets COVID. I mean, what's the odds, man? Honestly. Yeah, I, like, we didn't really go out and do much. 
Jim, I thought you were going to say Brad needs to clear his internet search history. Yeah, well, yeah, that. <laughs> I, I, I put that on the list of resolutions. Yeah, <laughs> got a merry, merry condo that. <laughs> Has she done an episode of that? She really should have done, shouldn't she? I <laughs> to really um, clean it. <laughs> for Sparky, um, it's also the time of year when we try to get rid of our bad habits. So he's going on crock-free January. Why? Nice, nice. Yes. I actually thought about getting a new pair. I was disappointed I didn't get one oh. for Christmas, guys. Uh, so. oh. What a nice winter pair. No, just fresh. Not actually. I have been talking to someone about the 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 Crocs that come with a fluffy inside as well. But I'm not <laughs> I'm not over forty yet, so maybe I'll just wait till I'm forty for those. Uh, How does it work with a floppy inside? Does that cover the whole <laughs> fluffy inside? Not a fluffy. Oh, fluffy. <laughs> oh, no. no I heard floppy as yeah, well. I, heard I definitely oh, heard okay. floppy. Is this mic working? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, Janu Croc or whatever, Jim. But yes, uh. <laughs> and uh, Jack, he's going for reformed veganuary because uh, obviously he gave up being a vegan last year, so he's uh, having a kebab a day throughout January, as, yes. as is traditional. Uh, and I'm just going to go for dry wit January, where I can just be sarcastic at people. So. Hey. Pretty much like every other. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say that's not giving up <laughs> yeah, anything. Mate, you're not doing anything. Come on, try harder, Jim. <laughs> oh, give up caring. How about that? Um, <laughs> so I thought what we'd do to start the show this week is because we've not been around for a bit, we'll just catch up on how everyone's festive periods have been. Sparky, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, it's um, yeah. I had a great break. It was so, so much family this year um, in comparison to last year with COVID. Even <laughs> was, that, the- was that a bit weary? Did you just say that a bit weary? It was <laughs> so, so much family. Sorry, did oh. that come across in the tone of my voice? Because I was trying to hide it. Um, no, here's like, honestly, boys, like it started before I even broke up for Christmas because my mum came up like three days before I broke up from work for Christmas and so, and stayed. So that was lovely. I mean, it was lovely to have her on Christmas Day. Like my in-laws invited her around. So we had like the whole family together. That was great. How's all Wen's doing? Wen right? is on top form. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Although um, although after a visit, uh, after visiting, she had a full, uh, got concussion, headbutted the front door. And uh, no, yeah, no, right, which we wouldn't normally laugh about, but then like, <laughs> she's fine. So we can laugh about it, right? Which we wouldn't normally laugh about. Which we wouldn't normally laugh about. But then my mum did that embarrassing thing that, you know, she she put a picture of the bump on her head on Facebook and like we're pulling the weirdest face like eh, like, uh, like why you know when you just get embarrassed at your parents like yeah, why yeah. why would you oh, ever mom. put that picture on Facebook mum like why um, uh, but yeah no parents up then yeah then we end up going to Chester um, but not quite Chester, more Wales, which is really awkward because we were having a family meetup. But in Wales, the restrictions are, are still full on for COVID, like the rule of six is in play. Right. So we had to sort of like um, have a family party hidden in a back room of a hotel. And then when guys, we went it's out, okay, we're from England. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how we played it. And then when we went for a meal, we booked two tables of six and then sort of like... I wouldn't say bullied the maitre d', but sort of like made the maitre d' make sure that those two tables of six were next to each other, and we just like sort of shouted across to each other. I mean, it was it was brilliant. That that side of the family's not met Jackson, and, and so oh, nice. so it was. Have you have you heard about Chester FC, the football team? Uh, no, what happened? Their office, the office, is in England. The pitch is in Wales. So although they play in the English league uh, or the English non-league or whatever, they, can, they, they can't have full crowds because they're, 
where the fans go, although they buy their tickets in the ticket office in England as no soon way. as they go through. There's like a like a a, a limit on you know to a couple of hundred people or something can be in the ground. <laughs> so on a technicality, they're sort of like half English, half Welsh. No, I suppose it's not a technical. I mean, it's 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 definitely there is a border, and it just goes through the football ground. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, so I suppose it's not technical. It's actually real, but <laughs> annoying all the same. Uh, well, I mean, they need to strong arm the uh, the the rulemaker. The like we did the yeah. maitre d uh, yeah. in, in the restaurant. But no, uh, we had a great Christmas break, um, and of course, we we've had Jackson's birthday as well. Because I mean, yeah. if life wasn't expensive enough already, mm-hmm. uh, we, we had a, a birthday to pay for. So yeah, it's been. It's been great, but busy. Uh, It's good to be back on the podcast for a break. Let's just say that. (laughs) Uh, Brad, what have you been up to apart from isolating and staying away from COVID? Yeah, it was such a welcome break, honestly. Um, Shay was off work and she's such a workaholic that she actually got to disconnect for like two two weeks. and. We actually got to spend some proper time together, which was actually really nice because we usually sometimes like passing ships in the night. Um, you know, sometimes she's working late and, or I'm working late or one is and the other isn't. Um, and the kids, yeah, I didn't want to give them up for adoption as much as I had <laughs> in the previous years. That's a win. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... Um, yeah, it was just super chill, dude. Honestly, we got our takeout for Christmas, like I said we would. Um, but we didn't end up getting Chinese. We got Thai food. Still a win. Nice, nice. Okay. Still a win. Nice. And uh, yeah, no, it was just nice, dude. Just a lot of drinking. Yeah. Brad, did you go for a turkey pad Thai? Is that like the how to do Thai Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think they should actually start that up for Christmas, dude. <laughs> turkey pad Thai. With Spring sweet chilli cranberry. Oh, yeah. oh, that, I mean, I'm in. I would definitely eat that, 100%. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Jack, how about you? What did you get up to? So we had Christmas, New Year, and then Jake's birthday was on the 3rd of January. So like Sparky. Oh, that's, a, that's a busy old time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely skin now. Hoping Dad's going to uh, get a few more sponsors. Uh, <laughs> um, so we ended up going away for a weekend after it all to to just stop you know we needed a break after the break I'm one of those wankers that says that now um, oh, but quality. I at this point am detoxing my four year old after the amount of chocolate he's eaten uh. he has become an addict and it's not it, the problem isn't when he's on chocolate <laughs> it's it's when he's craving chocolate it's the come down he, oh yeah. he, it's not even the come down. It's when he, he wants some. He wants some. I want some chocolate. I want some chocolate. And he just he wakes up. The first thing he thinks about is chocolate. And and he becomes he becomes a right ass when you don't give him chocolate. And so we had to put away all his chocolate and everything. Oh, because this is the other thing. We keep all their chocolate and snacks up on the top shelf of a cupboard, right above the kitchen counter. He's learned how to get up on the stool. Stand on the counter, open the cupboard, get to the get to the chocolate. So this is a real problem. C- Christmas morning, the first thing he opened was a chocolate Santa. Ten to four in the morning. Ten to four in the morning. Ten to four. Yeah, ten to four in the morning. He was. Santa's not even was, been yet, mate. It's ten. He to was four, halfway through. He was halfway through a giant chocolate Santa. Right, it just went downhill from there. Every morning we were waking up. He's decided he's gone downstairs. 
he's helped him and his brother to a bag of chocolate coins each, you know, pre-7am every day. <laughs> and he just, he became this little thief, this little fiend. The other, and then, was it yesterday or the day before? I came downstairs, Danny's away working, so it's just me on my own. I come downstairs, having had a shower, they've both had breakfast, okay? I go up, have a shower, come back downstairs, there are snack wrappers all over the floor of the playroom. And they are just sat there, shoving cake bars and snack bars into their face. And what are you doing? Oh, we wanted a snack. You've just had breakfast. I'm just about to take you to nursery. Why are you helping yourself to be four snacks each? So I've taken a drastic step. I've put a combination lock on the snack. On the no. Snack I have. Oh, my goodness. I have. Wow. Who knew that was going to happen? You know, yeah. you, know, you know what, Jack? Good, good for you, dude. You show them kids who's boss. Yeah, I've been <laughs> four years, it, but I think it's time. Can I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm eating their selection boxes, so yeah, you've yeah. got to. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say though, Jack, you've made me feel so much better about how much chocolate Jackson's consumed over the Christmas holidays. Like, oh, I'll go down and stairs and tell SJ in a minute. Oh, well, you know, Jackson had all that chocolate. Not as bad as Jack's kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you Listen to the chocolate. podcast when it comes out on <laughs> yeah. Friday. You'll understand. You'll feel it's loads like better. a. It's like a Norfolk version of train spotting, isn't it? That it's just, it's <laughs> tractor spotting, I suppose it would be. Well, you know, my you know my two have been named uh, named the the craze of Norfolk. Have they? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're uh, they're always in trouble together at nursery, enticing the other kids into getting into trouble. Instead of a Chelsea smile, they give you a chocolate smile. Yeah, <laughs> you're, 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 you're gonna you're gonna get a call soon from the nursery this year saying. Um, just, just, a, just a little heads up. Your, your boys are dealing chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> got a fifty gram bar here, or if you want to go big, yeah, yeah. got family yeah. bar. You want to go hundred grams? Get your mum's pals. Fifty gram, hundred gram. <laughs> no, they've, they've previously stolen stuff out of the nursery workers' lunch boxes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This, and, this and is and an issue. One of their knees out. Hey. I'm calling so one of their own knees out, or the, no, the, the knees nurse, of a- one of the nursery workers popped their knee out. Oh, so they, they yeah. genuinely are the craze. They're, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're running a protection racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, Jim, Jim, tell me your Christmas has been more, more chill than that. Well, no, it was nice. You know, as you say, family stuff for the first time, you know, in a couple of years, it was it was nice until, you know, my mum and dad came on Christmas Day and and, and we said, right, it's fine. You sleep in our bed and we'll sleep on the sofa bed. <laughs> And uh, one night, uh, uh, one night on the sofa bed, and we decided we had to go and buy a new sofa because it was absolutely <laughs> horrible. So, do you know what's the least fun thing in the world is uh, is sofa shopping? What's even less fun is when you take your two small children with you. Mm. And even less fun is when you do it three days after Christmas as well. And we went to one of these big retail parks, Burstall, if you know the West Yorkshire area. There are seven sofa shops there. Oh, Jesus, man. Did you go around all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we found the one we wanted in the first one, but we thought, well, you know, we need to kind of keep looking, don't we? Yeah, yeah. What if you find a better deal in the seventh? Yeah, exactly. It was expensive, but it was nice. And then none of them were any good. Some of them were really (laughs) roping. Then we decided after doing seven sofa shops with the kids, what would round off the day really nicely would be a little trip to Ikea. (laughs) Oh, oh mate! You, you Why want to do that? That's to like self harm. Like it's going to retail. But what are you doing? 
Because my daughter wanted a new mattress, and she did, to be fair, need one. We've worked out it's about 25 years old, the old one. <laughs> but you're not meant to leave it that long. Um, She's not even 25. She isn't. <laughs> the stories that mattress can tell, Jack. <laughs> we, um, uh, so, I had this at uni, love. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know how IKEA basically... They pioneered the one-way system that all the shops have now because of COVID. They were there first. They were doing it before it was cool. (laughs) But now it's gone beyond that because now people have gone, well, they've got a one-way system. I'm not going to look and do that. It's three days after Christmas. It's absolutely rammed. So what I'm going to (laughs) do is be like a f***ing salmon coming out the tide just to annoy everyone else. So, But we had to go all the way through to get to the end, to the mattress bit, you know, because it was in the warehouse. Got there, they'd sold out. And we didn't buy oh. anything. Oh. Didn't even oh. get a, a 99p candle, please tell me. Like, no. I always feel like I have to get one to make it worth it for all that walking around Ikea. We thought it was going to be worth it because of the mattress at the end. Mm. But the mattress yeah. wasn't there. So, yeah, don't... Uh, just buy online. That's what I say. Just, just buy online. <laughs> my my favourite bit of Ikea when I was a kid, other than, like, the plastic fruit, was the gonks. Did anyone yes, else have did. the gonks? Because I say it now and it feels like it should be racist. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know what a gonk was until this year. That's the like gnomes with I no eyes. still have no idea it's, what you're talking is, about. Is, is it Jack, am I right? Yeah, they're like great big noses or something. Yeah, they've got and no eyes. Hair. And a... Sounds like a kind of little hat. hat. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's, it's very like 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 racist against... Ikea had like its own specific ones. They were like these balls... And they called them gonks, but it might have been like gunk or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, had a couple of accents somewhere. I think the having a favourite bit of IKEA is a low bar, though. Isn't it? I mean, it's just it was the least worst bit of IKEA. Rather, than I the, used to love it. I used to love it. I make it a day out though. Pre kids, like, you've got to have uh, meatballs. Like I do, I love IKEA meatballs. I always go for the lingonberry jam on the side as well. Like, you've got to no, go that's that. the worst choice. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, why not, would you have jam with your meatballs? It's really not like that sweet. Oh, okay. do, do you have bacon and strawberry jam sandwiches? No, but I have bacon no. and maple syrup on pancakes. Like, Oof, I do yes. love that. Different, 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 different yeah. flavour palettes. No. Hey, hey, come on, Jack. I mean, no, you like basketball. No, you, like, come on. You That's like it. So I like, I like the American tra- thing. I like American things, but I don't like Ikea, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can tell he's st- he, when he writes an email to us or a WhatsApp message, he doesn't use yous because he loves American <laughs> stuff so much. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I like Shut how up. we've all done a little, uh, you know, anecdotal on our Christmas and there's a moan from all of us. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Collective. Oh, I had to go shopping. Oh, I had to have my family. Around. Yeah, because we're dad, we're parents. <laughs> it's like it's I, I, I had, I had, I had an utter shitter though. By the way, the um, beginning of the year, I had to submit my self-assessment, my oh. HMRC self-assessment before I started full-time employment. Turns oh. out, I'd had as a freelancer, I'd actually done very, very well, and now. <laughs> HMRC, my my boss recently giveth me a pay rise, and HMRC is now taketh uh, away. He's uh, <laughs> got to sell the extension. He's uh, got to sell. Dude, yeah. Yeah. dude I've, yeah. I've, I've got my pay, start, I've got my payments on account looming. The end of January. Yeah. <laughs> the end of January. Oh. I'm just like, I'm going to wait till every single invoice comes in, so I can. <laughs> I can try and yeah, make sure you got stuff banked. <laughs> yeah, I've I've not done my, my tax return yet, so please just can we stop talking, Jim? Because what I like to do at this point of the year is just 
just ignore the fact it's happening. Laura. Moira Stewart will be chasing you through adverts she soon, mate. Be. You better get on with it. They've started texting me as well, going, yes. do it now, you don't have to worry about it. Yes, but if I do it now, I'll worry about how I'm going to pay for it. So, <laughs> they, do. That's, they keep, you know they keep emailing I wish, me going, you can pay now if you like. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I'd bloody known about this, though, guys, because... Um, yeah, after the self-assessment, it went, oh, you owe us this, and I nearly died. And I said, oh, oh, but now you have until the 31st of January to pay it back to us. I went, what? <laughs> How? I never, like, don't try and call them and, like, negotiate with no. them. It's the scariest thing in the world. I remember, like... They actually have driven me to tears before speaking to HMRC. But I rang my dad crying, going, "Dad, you need to give me some money, or I'm going to jail." Like in jail. I think I so much. Sometimes they do that thing when you when because you pay, don't you? End of January, end of July, yeah. Um, and then you get your bill for January, and it goes, "It's this much." You go, "Oh my god!" And it goes, "Oh, we've not taken off July, by the way. Why would we do that with our computer system? That's too difficult. That maths to take." away an amount from another amount do it yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying it's terrifying oh well anyway so new year new prospects we're all worried about money great and we haven't <laughs> even we haven't even discussed about how energy prices are going up 50 percent, boys but don't worry that's why we're always going around as dad switching off the lights and turning down the heating <laughs> so this is where dads win this is where dads win this time where we shout it's the blackpool illuminations around here and switch the lights off it's our time in fact so, in fact sorry guys I've actually used up all my energy from the day I'm to turn the laptop off and uh, um, this is Lou's Dads from Dads Now on the way we'll look inside the news find out how it's affecting parents It's Loose Dads from Dadsnet. This is uh, four blokes having some dad chats about dad things and stuff like that. You could see them happening on social media as well. We've got a Facebook group. Just search Loose Dads Podcast or we're at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram. Now, let's look inside the news. Uh, inside the news over the last few days, uh, you can't fail to have seen the news about Novak Djokovic, who was admitted to Australia, and then people went, hang on, he's not been vaccinated. And you can't even take an apple into Australia without getting hit around the head by a policeman. And... Um, <laughs> Then they went, oh, yeah, no, let's stop him coming in. And then the judge went, no, you have to let him come in. But he's admitted that there's a false declaration on his visa application, although he says it's his agent that did it. And then since he said that his reason he should be able to get in is because he had COVID in December, people have done the minimal of digging around and found that he's at kind of all sorts of events after yep. he spent to about COVID. <laughs> and he's, he did an interview with a French journalist because he didn't want to let the journalist down, but didn't mind potentially giving the journalist COVID. Um, <laughs> but nice he did guy. keep a mask on in the interview. Um, so but basically, I, I was looking at that and I was thinking, that man is not a role model. He's not a role model for kids. He's admitted that he's done some pretty dodgy stuff. Uh, whether you agree with vaccinations or not, that's a different matter. You know, that's his choice, obviously. We've all got opinions on that. But I want to talk about the role model thing. Now, he's admitted he's done something pretty dangerous. But do sports people need to be role models? Because you hear that a lot, don't you, when footballers do something and they go, oh, he's a role model for kids. But shouldn't we be going, kids, you see these people... Yeah, don't do what they do. 
Yeah. There's better role models. They're footballers. They do football things and whatever else. That's really our responsibility, isn't it? So should sports people be role models for kids? Jack, what do you think? Sorry, can I just put in a quick quick disclaimer to say I was confused by this whole thing because when I saw that this was going to be the topic for tonight, because I don't read the news other than searching for the random uh, articles I do, <laughs> I went, why are we talking about a Russian nerve agent? Novichok. <laughs> Don't make some so of the headlines your, for this. For your whole little introduction there, Jim, has been very enlightening. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm here to take do. it away. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I think this isn't the section for you, Brad. <laughs> Kids, you see, Brad. Don't be like him. He's not a role model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a role model. <laughs> We've all got our strengths, don't we? We've all yeah. got our strengths. <laughs> I think the problem is kids are looking up to sports stars, you know? Uh, so it's all very well saying they should or shouldn't be. But kids like sports and kids play sports and therefore they look up to the people who play the sports. It's the same as if you're a Marvel actor, the kids are going to look up to you and... And so you've got a bit of a responsibility with that. You know, you can't just be a a dick for the sake of it. We, I mean, you shouldn't be a dick for the sake of it anyway, really. Generally, good way be. to live life. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, but seriously, it's a lot of pressure in it because that's just someone's job though, isn't it? You know, like someone who's really good at football gets a chance to be really good at football for lots of money. But but you, you know. also you also know you also know what comes with that. Like I don't think it's any secret that if you want to, if you're really good at football and you're going to Premier League level or whatever, that that you will then be in the public eye. So don't do dodgy shit. Keep your nose ex- clean. Ex- exactly. Anyone in a in a in a higher position where they can be inf- they can influence anyone uh, when they're constantly in the public eye, <laughs> they have there is a duty of care to those that they know yeah. will idolize them and look up to them. And they 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 hold a lot of power, like the power of influence that they have. I don't think some of them actually do acknowledge just how much people might try and emulate mm-hmm. them or copy them or or um, take what they do as gospel. So I, I agree with Jack. Like when you're in those positions, like I I know growing up in South Africa, I, I used to love cricket, and one of my idols was Hansi Cronier. And oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> how did yeah, that turn out, Brad? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> could you exactly. could you fill in the? Uh, yeah, fill in the gaps. <laughs> I don't know who that person so, is. Just like you so, don't know who Novak Djokovic is. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, he was the um, the South African cricket ca- uh, captain. I think it was the 1994 um, World Cup or was it World Cup? What do they call it? I can't remember now. Uh, cricket the tournament. Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big crickety thing. Yeah. yeah, the big crickety <laughs> the, thing. The big crickety thing. And anyway, he basically took a bribe to lose the the finals i mean like, oh, like right, the, okay, the yeah. final match we were literally ahead of it we were going to smash i think it was australia but then he took a bribe to kind of get us you know make us lose um and when i found that out like that was a massive disappointment for me you know i lost all respect for him and i couldn't believe that i'd idolized someone that did that because mm-hmm. he had influenced like i used to love playing cricket and i was like oh man i want to you know grow up and i want to play like the, the South African team and Hansi Cronier and all of that yeah 
Yeah, his surname is spelled Cronje, C-R-O-N-J-E, if you want to know. Ah, you see, okay, I see what okay. you guys are saying, like, about being a role model, and, I like, uh, it makes sense, but I think... I, I, guess, you, I guess you get it You get it a bit in your job, don't you, Sparky? Absolutely not, mate. I'm no role model for anything. <laughs> All people think is that guy gets paid to be an idiot on the radio. Uh, like, how is that guy paying his mortgage by being a knob, and I have to work hard, right? Like, but I guess... For me, it's selective. It's like, um, let's look at like Ronaldo, right? Let's look at Ronaldo. Let's look at Rooney. Let's look at all those. Like all the effort we all know, like we all look at Ronaldo, we look at his body. We look at how he plays football. He tries hard. We see how much he practices on the football pitch. We see that he's a family man. Um, yeah, we don't all look at his body, mate. I mean, come on. Uh, he's, he's, come he's, on. More than a, he's more than a piece of meat. <laughs> I know he is, but he's a fine piece of meat, though, isn't he? Let's be real, Jack, right? But, you, you know, you look at that, and then you, you look at your Wayne Rooney's, who's uh, England captain, international, um, got a selective taste in... Uh, <laughs> Older women. Yeah, and, and, yeah he's, he's not quite the role model, is he? <laughs> but still a role model. He's an England international, and I, and I yeah. think that now these days, I, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to... You pick on, you latch on to certain things like, you know, Huntsy, uh, you know, was great it's, to a certain point for you, Brad. And it's just being able to differentiate that. Oh, yeah. I like all the things that Huntsy did apart from the bribe thing. You know, I like yeah. the way Rooney separate the art from the artist. Oh, well, yeah. No, the, the, th- the thing is, obviously, uh, they're human at the end of the day and humans yeah. are infallible. I mean, it's just it's just. And they're signing up to be a cricketer or a footballer. They're not signing up to be a role model. It just happens. Like, well, but but so, that's, that's a byproduct so, of it. So, so something like, you know, if he if he lied on or, or he did one incident of lying about having COVID to do something, you could kind of be like, yeah, okay, yeah, that was that was a crappy thing to do, but let's move on. But there's a magnitude of them. There's like multiple things of mm. like, oh, he lied on this, he did this. So it's like, there's that like that's a massive indicator of what kind of person he is. Yeah. And I think they just, people need to be mindful. Like, think about us. We're dads, right? We um, are the, the most awesome people to our kids. Am I right? Mm-hmm. We're role right, models right, to right, our kids. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, we're their heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a duty of care to, to be those role models for them. And that's our responsibility. These people that go into these positions, they, uh, they don't ask for it, but they know it's going to happen. They're Lots of hundreds of thousands of kids are going to idolize mm. them, and they do have that duty of care, whether or not it's something that they agree to. And just unfortunately, it's That's it's just what it. happens. It's just what yeah. happened. Yeah, okay. it's, it's no one. My, can my only, take, you know, my only sort of uh, bit of sympathy is when it's when it is someone like Wayne Rooney, and you know he's thrust into it at sixteen, basically, and and then he ma- he's making those mistakes that every teenager makes. Yeah. Whilst then, having thousands of pounds every week going into his bank yeah, account, yeah. So I, I like I, th- I think eighteen's too young to even decide on what you want to study at uni, let alone be a national figure, a national hero, and uh, a role model. But yeah, so that, I, I but, but, but Novak Djokovic should should know better, shouldn't he? You'd think so, but I don't think he cares. Really, <laughs> to be right. perfectly honest, I don't think he does. I feel the same way. I feel about. Um, Justin Bieber, which I never thought yeah, I would say. Yeah. Oh, here we he's, go. He's a but, knob. Yeah. But he's, is he though? Because no, he, you know, he, he was that little child star, really irritating, mm-hmm. really, um, but he became really famous and really rich. And then he was trying to do all that. We were all knobs when we were teenagers, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and, but he's having to do that in public. 
and I feel kind of sorry for him because you know he could have been if he hadn't had that initial stardom he could have done all of that stuff just in his private, normal yeah. high school <laughs> and then he could have you know come around about 25 and had a big career like that yeah. and pe- but now he's like a he's like a a, a byword for an irritating little shit <laughs> essentially <laughs> which is a shame because you know yeah. i mean he's you know he's just did all the same things we did but it was just magnified by 72 million times or something yeah 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 and, oh, you- well, and I, I never had the budget for a monkey yeah no I did. Ham- I had hamsters. <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it? It's just. <laughs> but you know, going back to the Djokovic thing, though, as well, though, one thing I don't like that bit about where he goes, "Oh, my agent filled in the form." Like, take some responsibility for yourself as well, though. Like, you know, that sort it, of stuff. It, you and jump on an airplane and they say to you, "Did you pack your bag?" And you say yes, and then you get to the other side and you get that's searched it. and you go, "Oh, actually, my agent packed my bag." Yeah. That's <laughs> not liable and responsible. No. Actually, <laughs> absolutely, Brad. Absolutely, and the same with the thing. Say, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm going to have to let you down. Like, I, I'm going to, sorry, French journalist, I'm not going to be able to interview because because I've got COVID. And I hope he, I actually hope he gets in trouble. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I hope. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope there's a consequence for, for yeah. him. Because if you if he's not going to get in trouble for not being vaccinated again, which is his personal choice, that's this is a, that's a different argument, right? Fine. If he doesn't want to do that, that's all right. But if he's going to then use COVID as his excuse to get into the country when he and then he's he's, he's not following the rules of COVID, then he needs to be punished mm. in some way for me. Damn right. straight. I you know coming back to the question of though you know as parents should we be pushing them like pushing our kids into you know this role model that role model you know. If if my kid chooses a tennis player as a role model, I will be quite upset because tennis is shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be it would be quite quite upsetting. Uh, I see that. And I you know, it that. might it might damage them for the future because to tennis players, um, love means nothing to them. Before we go on to the next news story, there was a point there where Sparky had his arm up and it connected with where Brad is on my screen. So yes. it looked like he had a really long arm that was uh, just scratching Brad's chin and it was amazing. It's a purely visual thing. No one's going to see that. But Jack, I'm glad you saw that. That's perfect. Um, Sparky, what's your new story? Right, okay, guys, I'm going to swing it the other way, but maybe Djokovic might be tempted to get his vaccination after the new story I have seen today. Um, uh, hands up if you haven't had COVID yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's amazing. So three of us. No, Brad, visual, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah three of the four of us, three of, not had it. For anyone who's not on our Zoom call, which is everybody else. Uh, Brad's the only one who put his... So, some, sometimes we forget, don't we? <laughs> put his hand up. But I mean, Brad, this, you're, you're going to find this news upsetting. Um, and uh, any anti-vaxxers, you, this will make you want to get your vaccine. A man has revealed that his penis is shrunk by over an inch and it's all down to catching coronavirus. (laughs) So, so... I uh, mean... If that is possible, though, doesn't that give Nicki Minaj a little credence? Because it's like the opposite of what she said happened with the vaccine, isn't it? Kind of. So when Wait, her what did she cousin's what did she, Minaj her say? Cousin, her cousin's friend had the vaccine and his testicles swelled up hugely. <laughs> so this is sort of vaguely the opposite, not quite. Obviously. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Sparky. That guy's obviously just had a small penis for his whole life, and he's just uh, found yeah, a reason yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to say, "Oh, it's COVID." It's given me a small penis. So yeah. I, 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 I wish I'd have known about this when I was single. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going, just to warn you, I have had COVID. Turns out I had coronavirus when I was 15, love. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Judging from the size of it, yeah, as Jack said, I've had it three to four times. and uh, I, had, I had coronavirus three times, uh, except for, you know, like, you know, when I get aroused, then, I, then I'm fine. <laughs> uh, although, uh, uh, guys, uh, doctors report as well, uh, it gets even worse, though, because according to doctors, anyone suffering from penis shrinkage due to COVID may never get their original size back. Um, wow. The unnamed man, Brad, is, have, have you been, are you in the candidate? Have you gone in for some news stories? Um, the unnamed South African man. <laughs> goes by the name of Bradley. He never likes it when you call him Bradley. So yeah, Ouch. that's it. So you would, you know, but you'd Ouch. use that undercover, wouldn't you, Brad? Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, guys, look, if you've not had a vaccination, get a tiny prick or get a tiny prick. Tiny prick. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Yes. Fuck You've you. heard of long COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie. No. Uh, Jack, what's your news story? Okay. Uh, my news story this week is the most non-news story I've ever seen a headline for. That's and, a bold statement. And so I thought it was worth bringing. Yep. Woman says, my husband isn't the man I thought he was. He was so different before we got married. Yeah, no Ooh. shit. No Ooh. shit. Bet she he was, was different young. too. He say. was young. He had no worries. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the two kids you say you've got. <laughs> I'm a very different man to before I got married. I thought, why has this made the news? Because what is the news cycle at the moment? That it's a slow a woman news on, day. A woman on Netmums has gone, oh, I've been with him for nine years. We've been married for six. And, you know, once we got married, he... He started, you know, not not putting on a bit of weight, and you know, I've tried to bring it up with him, but he doesn't want to do anything about it. And oh, oh he used to buy me gifts before we got married. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know he was trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not heard of dating? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, mate, I absolutely hate these stories. Are you sure, are you sure it's not he, funded he by loved, a TikTok loved, video? That story probably. He, he, apparently, he loved her appetite for life, and now he hates it. <laughs> That's marriage. That's marriage. That, that's one of the darkest things. I don't like your appetite for life. That is dark. Right, right, yeah, they're not happy. Let's just. It say. clashes with my hunger for death. Yeah. <laughs> is there any two? Is there like the, those words? Oh, you've changed. Like that. That is there anything more going to make you go in the other direction with your mood than those two words? Like, but, oh, yeah. But like, like. The, the fundamental thing for us as humans is we, as we grow older, our personalities we change. change. Exactly, yeah. your tastes in things change, your moods change, your your like your persona changes. You as a couple, you either change together and grow together and adapt, or you end up going separate ways. And also, I think what's so- happened here is he's changed in a way that you might expect. And she has not changed her expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem's on her. Uh, we're not taking sides, but I think you're bang on there, Jack. <laughs> uh, pr- 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 the truth is, he recently caught COVID and she's no longer impressed. Oh, right, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the change she didn't want to see. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> he was different. Since COVID, he's been different. really different. different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, what's your news story? All right, so this one is up sparky's avenue 
So off, I don't know if you guys have seen this news or seen the video, but it's crazy. So officers rescue pilots seconds before the train hits crashed airplane on the railroad tracks. Oh my goodness. This yes. video is just insane. It's Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't know, Jack, you're, you're looking a bit... Okay, so well, I will send it to you. <laughs> basically, uh, there's this guy and he, he had to make an emergency landing in his little Cessna 172. And he happened to have just kind of crash landed his plane onto a train track and you got the body cam footage from the one of the police officers there or emergency services and they all getting him out of the cockpit and literally they must have got him out with about three to four seconds to spare before this train just comes and plows through the Cessna wow full movie absolutely it is it's like a movie scene isn't it really it's unbelievable now Uh, crazy was this Sparky? Because I know he's been flying a plane this week. Yeah, I know. I saw those shots as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, guys. Sparky's been actually, for listeners, for long-time listeners, they may think we're talking about some kind of rubbishy little simulator, but you've actually flown a real-life proper plane. Yeah, yeah. My mate my mate Dave is a pilot, and uh, he's he's got to keep his hours up. He has to get like four and a half hours in by April to keep his licence. And then he said, was around the other day, and he's like, do you want to come fly? And I was like... <laughs> Do I? <laughs> of course I do, Dave. Like, please. So yeah, he let me go as his passenger, and yeah, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, we didn't land on any train tracks or anything, but we did. We flew over Silverstone, boys. Uh, we went there. Nice. We flew down nice. to Tewesson and went round. Um, flew over Silverstone Racetrack, which was amazing. And yeah, he, he, he gave me this. Do you drive? No, he gave me this, the steering wheel for a bit, and. Uh, so is like, it like when so you give a toddler like a fake steering wheel? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there we go, Sparky. Yeah, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great he was job. pretending, definitely. And I, I, honestly, I, it's terrifying, but also the the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Sparky, what I need you to do is to have like an inception moment. So next time you go up with Dave, yeah, is you get your phone out and whatever f- plane he's got, you load up your little game. <laughs> and you, you load up to the same plane oh, yeah. and you take off together and you start nice. flying together and you're having like this inception of f- flying whilst flying. Flying the flight oh, in wow. the flight. You know what, what though, yeah. guys? I've got to tell you, it wasn't as, as dramatic as that moment that you're talking about on that on that video, that news story, Brad. But so um, as we were flying back into Nottingham East Midlands Airport, because that's where his flight school is, um, Don Air. Um, all right, we're coming in and he, it's so cool when he does all the air traffic. Not Don Air 2-1, uh, permission to land, East Midlands Airport. All of that's happening. <laughs> And then you can hear in your headphones on air traffic control, she pretty much says to Dave in proper pilot speak, like, well, make it snappy, mate. There's a Ryanair on its way in from Malaga. And <laughs> and I have got the video on my phone. I'm not even joking you, right? So we're like, the planes come over, like when it's a big Ryanair, obviously it's got to take a big run up to land. And whereas we yeah. could just do a quick bank and land in the Cessna. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we, we turn and go down onto the runway. And, um, and I'm looking at the back window of the Cessna. And you can see the Ryanair coming down behind us, right? <laughs> oh, it's coming, man. right? And it's the only time ever I've been on a plane where when the wheels touched the floor as we landed, we sped up to get off the runway. <laughs> out of the way of the Ryanair. Like, he sped up, went off the little slip road, and then the Ryanair comes straight past. It was, it, I mean, there was obviously no real risk in it because air traffic control have got it covered. But to me, yeah. I, I, I mean, guys, I mean, I was full-on aviation nerd alert like <laughs> it was amazing the blood was pumping let's just say nice that. dude 
Oh, you have the coolest friends. I mean, yeah. no offence to my friends listening. And I know my, my mate Ryan will be listening. He'll be offended by this, but he's never come round to my house and gone, I'll just take you out in my plane. Yeah. Is, it, yeah. is, that, is that Ryan of Ryanair? Yay! Yeah, exactly. There you go. Actually, having said that, he did buy, for my 40th birthday, he did buy me flying lessons and we've still not been. And I'm nearly 43 now. Um but we went to Wolverhampton for a weekend to specifically go to fly a plane. And uh, then it got cancelled because the cloud was too low, apparently. So we had a weekend in Wolverhampton. <laughs> that, really, that really changes things, Jim. <laughs> Just... We made the most of it, but... Um, what a 40th, mate. You need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't see many city breaks in Wolverhampton advertised, do you, on, also, on Groupon? Also, I think Ryan's going to be pretty pissed when he hears this, because you're like, my friend Ryan's never taken me flying. He's tried, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's done his best. <laughs> Oh, well. It's, it's nice to have a friend once, is not it? <laughs> I can only apologise. Uh, right, we've got some big questions that are given to us by Dadsnet members and we'll be putting them to the panel next on Loose Dads. It's Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Follow us on the social medias if you want, at Loose Dads Pod or the Loose Dads podcast on Facebook. And I think we should probably put a link somewhere to that video that Brad was talking about. And we quite often say that in an episode and then never actually bother doing it. So it'd be a little adventure. If you go onto Facebook and put Loose Dads podcast in right now, you'll never know what you'll find. You might find it, you might not. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Let's look at the big questions of the week. Big question of the week. So what we're doing is we take some of the questions that have been asked on the Dadsnet Facebook pages and put them to the panel to see if they've got any good answers or any comments that they want to give about these questions. Some of them about parenting, some of them about vaguely related topics. This one uh, says, For over a year I've been asking my wife to stop breastfeeding our son in the hope it would help him eat more solid, sleep longer and not wake up the three or four times a night he usually does. On Saturday, after another fight on the subject, she finally agreed. Two days later, he's just slept 13 hours straight through first time ever in 21 months i'm so happy and i'm just about holding in the biggest i told you so ever <laughs> do i gloat or not this is a quick one right well, yeah. the answer is clearly no the guy right. says mm-hmm. if no. you value your life yeah, yeah, yeah. shut up just, she knows just know she knows inside you right. that you were right yeah she knows and you know inside that you were right and let that let you feel good yeah. Sometimes people want to say things out loud, don't they? And I don't think it's the time. <laughs> is, that, is that not this podcast in a well, nutshell? No, 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 yeah, maybe no, no, that's no. what it is, yeah. Hey, listen, though, he could start gloating in different ways, you know? He could just be like, wake up in the morning and be like, oh, God, it feels so good to have that solid 18 hours of sleep, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> no. Surely be passive aggressive. Be passive aggressive. Yeah. Bad advice. Bad advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Brad advice is bad advice. <laughs> Be passive aggressive is one of the. I wish dear Deirdre did more of that. I tell you what's good is trying to undermine people a little bit. <laughs> they love it. It's like telling people, you know, when uh, someone gets quite angry and you go, Ooh, calm down. Yeah. And if you say it enough, it really, really riles them up. <laughs> That's great advice. If you want to really annoy someone, do that. Um, <laughs> How do you shake a workaholic mindset? We've talked about workaholism earlier, I seem to think. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, Brad Smithers. Yes, there we go. Uh, So this bloke was having to self-isolate with his wife. She was so ill, uh, the kids are so young, that he he couldn't get any work done. Um, So he was taking each day as a sick day from work so he could look after his wife and kids. And he he reckons that was okay because he actually did technically have COVID. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But but he didn't have it very badly, that's the thing. And he says, I feel like I should still be working, but I don't feel too rough. I feel like I'm doing nothing. My wife's pointed out looking after her and the two kids isn't nothing, mm. but I think that means I'm a workaholic. Clearly, I'm putting my job ahead of my family if I feel I should be, uh, that's what I should be spending my time on. Does anyone else feel the same way? Is that workaholism Get, or is that just... He just wants you a break. Wanna... <laughs> right? Yeah, well, that's, it's tough, isn't it? It's difficult. I would say get a different job. Right. Really? Uh, So I I worked for a small agency um, in quite a senior position there. And it it was that, you know, I I couldn't not work a weekend, basically, because it was all so full on. And I felt like, you know, I'm not I'm addicted to this job, but I can't get away from working. I'm like, I must be a workaholic. Then I got fired from there and (laughs) (laughs) I went and worked in a job in London um, that paid more money and I could watch basketball it was brilliant and it really cured me of all that workaholic yeah. stuff <laughs> because so you think that the job feeds into it whatever job it is yeah he's the, doing. The pre- the, basically the pressure from yeah from from management because if management know you've got covid and they're still putting pressure on you to work because that's the only reason you're really working is because you feel there's pressure because there's not adequate cover or or just because of unfair pressure from a toxic boss, then then you are going to think, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work. So get a different job. Mm. You know what? I it's, can it's, fully relate that's, to that's, this. That, that's, like, that's, a, that's a tricky one, though, Jeff, because there, there's there's a couple of things. Is maybe, maybe it's a nice distraction for him from having to just babysit his kids 24-7 and babysit the sick wife. And so maybe for him, that's a little bit of, Oh well, uh, you know, I'd like to break away from what I'm doing now and actually go do a bit of work. But, but then yeah. I don't think he would be asking if he was a workaholic. I think, but maybe I think if that's no, the case, but maybe you know. no. But maybe he's asking that because that's what he wants to do, and that's why he's kind of saying, "Does that make me an alcoholic if I want to step away?" Uh, oh, alcoholic, a workaholic, <laughs> workaholic. <laughs> it's, it's the whiskey that makes <laughs> you do. Yeah. So, sorry, a workaholic. Maybe it's the like, like for me sometimes, like I, we could just be sitting chilling, and I'll be like, uh, you know what, I don't have to, but I feel like I want to go and do some editing right now. Not, but that's not that, different. Not, that's but, different. But, but, but does that make me a workaholic? Whereas I should actually just be down, downing tools and just chilling. Maybe that's no, what they say. Because this, because this man is shirking his fa- familial responsibilities to do he's, work. Yeah. I, I guess but he's he not has looking got after his sick wife and children yeah. because he wants oh, dude, to go and fill in a spreadsheet. Come on, we don't know how sick she is. <laughs> I, I had a real split with this. When COVID first started, Jackson was three months old, and I remember freaking out. I remember being like, oh, 
and, and you know, for me, before Jackson was born, my job was everything. Like, I any time work asked me to do something, it was always yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So like, like I feel like that's how you get into radio. And then I remember just going like, God, I'm. I'm terrified to just take a cold home to Jackson. Like, if I took COVID, and that was when we didn't know what COVID was, yeah. I was like, no, no, enough is enough. And I went into work and I was like, built up in my head to the point that I had a bit of an argument with my team. And they were like, Sparks, you don't even have to have this argument with us. If you want to work from home, work from home. But you know, I, I sort of was so in that workaholic feeling that, mm. you know, our, 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 our person is asking here, like, I... I I couldn't work it out and then I realised that I, yeah I had to put my family first and it was the first time in my life I'd ever had to make that decision and that's why it felt weird so is is this where is this where you're at is that your first but, the, but then but then you had that conversation with your employer or, or with your team rather yeah and, and and got that reassurance maybe that's the answer before quitting and going and getting another job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which might be Jack. the extreme yeah. <laughs> oh, it worked for me of course it'll work for you pal no worries Brad, Brad gave terrible advice in the last one Jack's given terrible advice in this one alright Sparky you're up next right, so he should go into a meeting with his boss and be passive aggressive yes and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then quit his job yeah. so it's almost like you want me to quit alright <laughs> so what you're saying is what would be a good idea go in and just go look I've you know I feel this immense pressure to do all this work whilst my whole family is ill yeah can you just reassure me <laughs> you don't expect me to be filling in the spreadsheet at yeah. two in the morning yeah exactly yeah reassure me there's cover there's and the answer cover. is never as bad as you think it is like that's the thing no. in your head you could build up like no oh, they're going to be so angry at me they're going to be so disappointed that's it yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. actually speaking out is probably the best thing that you could do right now and then, if you've got a toxic boss who says no, you do still have to fill in those spreadsheets when you're when you're What'd you do, a, Jack? What in do a you sick do? bed. Quit or, or have an argument with him and get fired. <laughs> That's what I do. It's like Jerry Maguire, isn't it? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh, someone else who says, when the wife's little crotch gremlin, well, I believe it's probably child, starts following me around demanding snacks. I normally make a ham and pea omelette pretty fast. What is everyone else's go-to here, eat this now and leave me alone food? Good God, his go-to snack is a ham and pea omelette. That's effort. That's it gourmet. you got to get the frying pan out for that. Just get a croissant out of the cupboard. Like, you know, like the... The, <laughs> yeah, the Breton ones. Shut <laughs> that, son. Hey, all fat. We, we know my answer. It's stop asking me for snacks. I've locked them away for a reason. <laughs> yes, Exactly. <laughs> So, so that's it, you know, when they're annoying you, just show them the combination lock and say, you know, work this out, there's 9,999 combinations, so. Get away, crotch gremlin, work that And I'll change out. it every day. <laughs> and also, though, like, at some point, though, I think the more you give into it, the more they expect, so just tell them no. Tell them yeah. no. Oh, it's hard, yeah. it's tough. It is tough, trust me. Like, I've had it as well, where, like, if if something needs to change and like the first couple of times you tell your kids no there's there's arguments mm. but after a while they get used to it and they just go oh okay fine shrug it off and then they don't ask and then they leave me alone and then that's bliss and then I'm happy it's also trying to work out when it's like actual hunger yes. and when it's boredom hunger yeah and, yeah, yeah that's a good I mean, but, which is also a problem I have with myself as well yeah. but like yeah. for the kids I've got all the kids selection boxes oh yeah so there you go but, but mine have started at the end of dinner. They have their dinner, they have fruit, then they have a yogurt. And then they sit there and go, 
I'm still hungry. You're, you're, you're fucking not, mate. <laughs> you, had, you had two bowls of pasta. You are not hungry. Oh, the worst word that... I mean, I'm so happy for every word that Jackson learned being two years old, but he has learned snack and he walks to the <laughs> cupboard and he just goes, snack, snack. Yeah. And... and that one when you when you've got a plate of actual dinner in front of him that you've cooked, oh, you know, mate. and then he's yeah. just going no, like throwing it off the high chair and just pointing at the cupboard, going snack, and it's like, <sighs> yeah. For some reason, they want malt loaf instead of this lovely quinoa salad I've made them. Exactly, <laughs> little crotch gremlin don't know what's good for him. <laughs> can, can I also just Is say that, I love that expression, crotch? Gremlin. Yeah, I'm taking it with me. I'm using. <laughs> You're going to be adding that in. I'm adding overusing that into your it already. <laughs> Uh, this is Lee's Dads from Dadsnet. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we're going to be back next week wherever you get your podcasts. But in the meantime, what you could do, which would be really nice, is tell someone else you know about it and get them to listen and leave us a review and a five-star rating as well. That'd be very nice. Have a look at us on socials and stuff. Chat to us there and um, tell us what you like and what you don't like about the show because we're just in kind of going through the darkness now, trying to feel our way in the world of podcasting. We'd like some feedback, if that's all right. You could do that. <laughs> from a I mean, we're, we're like yeah. a, an apprentice asking, like, please, what more do you want from us? Like, tell yes. me, I, I, we're here to help. We want to serve. We're the Basically, employee just, asking our boss. Yeah, just do our job for us, because if, <laughs> if you tell us what you like, then we'll just do that. We don't have to think about it. So that'd be good. All right? We'd be well up for that. But we're not making you a pea and ham omelette, all right? <laughs> yeah. what's, uh, what's the difference between roast beef and a pea omelette? You can roast beef, but you can't pee on it. <laughs> Shall we end with a dad joke? Cheers, Brad. Cheers, Sparky. And cheers, Jack. And we'll see you all next week. Adios, Jens. Cheers, guys. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. Oh.